Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal we welcome you to our spiritual breakfast. This is our segment, which is spiritual as well, with Mulana Musa Lehe. Let's welcome Mulana Musa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana, jazakallah khair to you. And Jazakallah khair to the listeners for having us. Well, I, I just have to start, I have to get this off my chest. Someone sent it. I think you've seen it also. But uh, we'll start it off on a light note. A person says, never ask a woman her age. Uh, don't ever ask a man his salary. And don't ever ask Mufti Bank to condemn apartheid Israel. <laughs> <laughs> so why yeah. I brought this up is because Mana, we have to speak against Israel and they we'll just start off with this and we'll continue with our question from last week inshallah but they continue to pound Rafah and they told the Palestinians to move from the north to the south now when they're in the south they are bombing them there too just this morning I read a female of 10 years of age she passes away in the hospital because of an electricity outage because of the Israeli snipers outside the hospital and we are suffering, especially during this period. I don't know how it is in Cape Town, but uh, we're experiencing almost 12 hours of load shedding. They said it's going to end tomorrow. We'll see. But imagine to this extent where your life is at risk now. And you're totally, there's nothing to help you. And outside, you've got these enemies waiting outside there. Molana, we are living in troubled times. Absolutely troubled times. What's happening in Rafa? is just a repetition of the continuous massacres that were taking place, not from now, but for the last 75 years. Mm. Uh, the Palestinian people, their blood to the rest of the Western world is worthless. Mm. And that's something that we have to learn to accept. You know, I think a lot of people, they, in the beginning, in the beginning, of this uh, invasion, you know, uh, I'm saying in the beginning, as in from the 7th of October, although we know it began many, many years before that, but many Muslims for that matter also, our, our gaze began to fall on Lebanon, then it fell on Turkey when President Erdogan uh, made some very strong statements against Israel, then it shifted to Yemen, then it shifted, you know, that's mm. the thing. It keeps shifting towards people, whereas our gaze has to continuously be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, uh, there's a lot of pain, but alhamdulillah, a hundred more martyrs, um, you know, when, when, when the massacre had taken place in Al-Ahli Hospital, mm. I was very distraught, Molana. Mm. Uh, that one was really bad. I think there were about 400-odd martyrs or something like that there. So I sent my sheikh, Hazrat Molana Dawood Siddhartha, the message to say that, you know, I, it was really troubling me, you know. And Hazrat replied with a, with a voice note, and he told me, Molana, uh, we've all heard about the message of that woman who had seen Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in her dream 
من رآني في المنام فقد رآني فإن الشيطان لا يتمثل بي person who sees Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a dream, then it's definitely Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shaitan can't emulate or copy the, 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 the figure of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this woman asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when will victory come for the Palestinians? The Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replies, victory is in martyrdom. Hmm. He asks again, okay, but when will victory come? Three times the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replies that victory lies in shahadat and martyrdom. Now, for us, because our lives surround the dunya mm. and everything around the dunya, when we see that buildings are being bombed, hospitals are being bombed, uh, all of these things, our heart immediately understands and reflects and, 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 and immediately there's compassion that's in the heart. Why? Because there's loss of dunya. Hmm. Whereas the Ahlullah, the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their gaze is always on Allah, Allah. subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm. So bomb as much as you want. Hmm. At the end of the day, there are more birds in Jannah that are flying around. In hmm. Gaza right now, I seen a report yesterday, Molana. Again, it distraught me. A person was holding some grass. Mm. It was an interview that was taking place, and he actually, like, I won't say gate crashed the interview, but he came into the interview, you know, and he was holding some grass, and he put the grass in his mouth and said, "This is what I'm eating. This is what I'm feeding my children." Mm. And you know. You, you, you see that and immediately you say, subhanallah, in mm. the 21st century, how is it possible that someone is eating grass? We heard about it in, 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 in the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when the boycott had taken place and mm. they were forced to uh, the valley of Abu Talib. Mm. Sahaba, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself had to eat the leaves of trees. But today's times, when you're seeing this here, it hurts you. Hmm. But look, we have to take our solace that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in full control. Allah ta'ala knows how many martyrs he wants to receive in his beautiful Jannah. And to think about it then, what would be better? Eating hmm. grass or taking them away to Jannah? Now, for us, that's a very difficult statement to, to understand. But for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is filled with wisdom, with hikmat, with understanding. He's alim, he's khabir. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has a plan, and that plan is being executed. I'm not saying in no way that we mustn't carry on fighting for justice, like you said, condemning and all of those things, you know. That has to continue. But the plan of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is being executed and executed perfectly. Hmm. Yes, what's happening in Rafah is a massacre beyond imagination. 1.5 million people are on the verge of another Nakba, and, and, and we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about some unseen help and hmm. solution I mean. for the people of Gaza. But ultimately, whatever Allah plans, that is exactly what is going to happen. Jazakumullah khairan, for those words. 
Mulana, coming to last week's question, we just ended off and then Mulana said we must continue with that this week. So the question here is, and I'll just use myself and say that, okay, so as a case study, so we don't want to get involved with a pious person. Maybe we can greet and meet for a few minutes, you know, take baraka, drink the water and expect spirituality just to come in like that. But at the bigger, on the bigger onset, we're looking at it from this angle that I don't want to get too close because it's going to risk my enjoyment. It's going to risk my business. Perhaps a person is working in a bank. I'm just giving an example. So now I have to stop this, uh, this um, position. All of this music, my friends, what's going to happen to all of this? People are constantly fearing all of this. What's going to happen to me? I'm going to lose all of this. The pious person is going to tell me, stop. Now what do I do? Mulana, you can assist us. Mulana, this is a very common issue, especially amongst uh, younger people, even amongst the elderly people, is that shaitan, he has disguised sin. So there's no falsehood in this statement when I say Sin is enjoyable. Mm. Shaitan has made it such that we get some enjoyment out of sin. Otherwise, why would we sin? So if we're sitting and, and, and watching a cricket match, for instance, or a soccer match, there is some enjoyment that that particular person, I don't understand it because that's, <laughs> I mean, I can't sit 90 minutes and watch, uh, I don't know how many idiots running after a ball or even any sport for that matter. Mm. It's just not me. Sure. But, however, there are people that, uh, and, and we must be respectful in that manner, that, 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 that have this inclination towards sport. So they're getting enjoyment out of it. What we need to do, our Hazrat Rahmatullah Alayhi, would always say that if a person has rocks in his pocket and you tell him that by take those rockets, rocks out, you know, take those stones out. I want to give you something much more precious, diamonds, right? That person is not going to believe. So he finds it very difficult to empty his pockets and now fill his pockets with something that is precious for the whole dunya and akhirah. So this is the, the, the state that we are in, is that Number one, we have to make up our minds to say, you know, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't made it. A person who thinks, ah, it's so difficult to give up this. It's so difficult to give up music. It's so difficult to give up checking to my uh, habiba, you know, mahbuba. I can't. It's so, that's the biggest lie of the century. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not has made anything that is haram difficult upon us. In fact, it's easy. It's just staying away. It's easy for us. That is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I think, Molana, you know, we have to look at this in stages. Number one, there is mashayikh, there is akabirin, there are people that are strongly connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and may Allah allow us to be in a sohbat and company. How do we break the ice with this? So start off going for some majlis 
today, almost every week, almost every week, there is some program of some of our Akabirin that is taking place somewhere along the line. Right? So go certainly gathering. Sit with an open heart. We always hear this, you know. I remember in the Ijtimaas, there was one, I don't know whether he's in Halim or an uncle or whatever, but we always used to hear this, that, you know what, sit with an empty cup. Mm. If the cup is full, nothing's going to go inside. So the same thing here. Sit with an empty cup and try to be right in the front. You know, this, this notion that if I'm going to sit right in the front, then this Hazrat is going to see straight through me. You know, you could see hey, yeah. this fellow, he listens to so much of music, he does this. No, Allah Pak is Satar. Allah Pak is the one who conceals our faults. Hmm. So if you are going there for your own reformation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to just open up your gunas to all and sundry like... Uh, Imam Abu Hanifa, rahmatullahi, when people were making wudu, he could see the sins that were being washed off uh, from the people. So it's not like that. It's not like that, you know. You go, you greet them, and slowly but surely, we initiate some sort of ta'alluq, some sort of a company with that, with that pious scholar. Yes, it takes time. You know, in the beginning, like you said, Molana. It's a burkati relationship. So you, you, you're opening a new business. You phone the sheikh and listen, I want to open one business here, curtaining business, what do you think, Come make dua, dida, you know, that type of thing. I'm buying a house, make dua for me. Wife is pregnant, make dua for her. Child is born, come give azan, give tahnik, name the child. So that's all that happens in the beginning. But as soon as you realize that, you know what, my relationship with this man is not only about all of this here. That you will continue receiving is like a bonus set. Mm. Allah makes it such that you will continue and continue and continue receiving it till, like they say, till death do us apart. Mm. But the main maqsad and the objective of that relationship is to become a better person. Mm. And the Mashaikh, subhanAllah, you can, you know, my own experience, Molana, and I'm not here to uh, divulge any of my gunas or my faults or my weaknesses, but there is nothing in the world that you can tell the Mashaikh that they will start looking down upon you. Mm. For that fact, they will love you more because now... You, you can see progress. The person is opening up. He wants to become a better person. <clears throat> Molana, I'll tell you one interesting story. Hazrat Molana Yunus Fadel Sahib, Rahmatullah And this is something I envy of my own sheikh, my current sheikh, Molana Dawood Siddha Sahib, Dawood Barakatuh. Hazrat Molana Dawood Sahib <clears throat> and Hazrat Rahmatullah they shared a unique bond, mm. a very, very unique bond. I don't think anyone in this whole dunya, with the exception of Kari Ismail, Desai Sahib, Sufi Sahib, in Amzinto, shared this bond. Mm. 
So people would come to Mona Dauta, and they would say that, how come Hazrat gives you so much of attention? Gee. You know? How come? Like, we also mm. want this attention. So mm. Hazrat gave a unique reply. He said, you see, the reality is, I am in a state where I am in, like I am in ICU. I'm in the ICU department. When you're in ICU, you're always, you know, doctors, nurses, everyone is on top of you all the time, looking after you, this, that. That's my spiritual condition. Mm. So Hazrat is always on top of me. You people, mashallah, you've already climbed the ladder. And this was Hazrat Tawazu that said it, you know, his humility. Mm. Mm. You people are in the normal ward. So, you know, they only come maybe once a day, twice a day, check your blood pressure, and they move on. Mm. This is what we need to realize, is that if we are all in a state that we need to be admitted into high care, into, into intensive care units for our own spirituality, the Mashaikh will pay more attention to us. Mm. It's a beautiful answer because I was just telling my daughters the other day that if you if you get something nice don't say it's nice because then everyone else gonna want what you have so rather use a diplomatic you can't say diplomatic to them but use a clever answer that when you give it that they the attention turns away from it tell them you but look i want what you have and then just shortly after that my the other the smaller daughter she had something and then the other one She's got something better, so she's telling her that, hey, you've got something nice, I want what you have. And the, the small one is saying, no, I don't want. Meantime, she doesn't want it in the first place. Mm. So it's a, this is an intelligent way, because people tend to say, but how come he's got it now? And like I said, that the tawadu and the humility of Muhammad Sirat was intelligent at that time, something that we need to learn normally as in building up from our last week's discussion, where we go out openly boasting that, look, this is what I drive, this is what, this is what I have, this is. So it's a really good way of um, sharing with us as well. Mulana, any other incidents also you can share with us? We take great benefit, great lessons in these real-life relations. I'll you share, know, can I share one? Gee, now, but this is really, um, I haven't shared this. I'm really shy to say this, but if it's going to be the benefit for someone else, then inshallah, let's see how it can be. So it was, we just were going for this four-month journey. And before that, we were stopping the three-day transit in Makkah Mukarramah. So my grand-uncle, he was close with Muna Yunus Patel, Rahmatullahi. And I'm just saying that all this pride that we have, this arrogance that we have, and it just makes us regret so much at so many times. So even all the listeners will be banging their heads to that, why didn't you grab that golden opportunity? But this is it. Allah sometimes chooses that to happen so that we can change for better or something of that sort. So my grand-uncle, he was close. He was a murid of Mulana Yunus Patel, rahmatullahi. So my grandfather's brother, this means. So he came with us for the four months journey. And he told me that that three three days was one of the best um, umrahs we performed because it was totally quiet. There was a queue to go in to kiss to kiss the Hajj Aswad. So he said to me that why didn't you come with me? We're going to make tawaf, and Mulana Yunus Patel Rahmatullahi is going to hold. We say Rahmatullahi now. That time he was alive, so he said he's going to hold my right hand, or he's 
he's I'm gonna be on his right and you'll be on his left. So I thought now because of lack of understanding and because of total ignorance, why not just say it that there was total ignorance? So I said, um, I'll do it myself. I said respectfully and I said, I'll do it myself. And then afterwards, so that passed by and I didn't think anything much about it. Then came to the airport. So we're leaving now from from Saudi to go to Bangladesh. At the airport, I see this beautiful person dressed in total white. He used to love to wear white shoes, white kurta, white, everything was white, white topi. So that was the first and the only time I saw him. And everyone was, few people were standing around him and they said, go greet. So I went to greet. And Mulana, you always, I don't know what's Mulana's situation, but when we were young, we always pictured the pious person to be with um, patches and all of this kind of sort, you know, loving that olden style or, you know, but now white shoes, white kurta, something is not making sense here. <laughs> so I went and I greeted and believe it since that day, after that, I took more benefit when Mulan Yunus Patel Rahmatullahi passed away in learning from his lectures and that regret just grew more and more remorse that why didn't you just take that golden opportunity because then you heard the next year later, I think it was just a year later, in that same year, 2011, uh, what was that year, Mulana? Was it 2011? Mulana passed away. Gee, so that same year he passed away while making Tawaf and then I'm banging my head even further. So... I'm saying that we have this pride arrogance because due to ignorance and we 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 fail to take benefit at those major times when we can take so much of benefit. Molana, I won't take it as far as pride or arrogance and describe it as that. I think it's the fear of taking that first step. Mm. You know? Um it's like hey, you know what, again I'm going to go and hold this man's hand. It's like all my gunas, they're going <laughs> to go through my hands into his hands and he's going to be disgusted with this shaitan, you know? Mm. That, that's the reality is that that's how we look. We are sinful. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kareem. You know, Hazrat Rahmatullah, all these mashayikh, Again, I'm saying it, is that you can tell them what. Hmm. Um, now, you don't go and make up stories also. <laughs> uh, but you know, as far as your own life, they are there only to help you and connect you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So their gaze is always on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're not going to look down upon you. And again, I'm saying this here, is that the more you are open, the more you have an Islahi ta'aluk and an Islahi relationship, that is what they are going to... Uh, it's for them, it's like, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like a drug. Mm. <laughs> it gives them some spiritual ecstasy that only Allah Ta'ala knows, and they love this. This is what they are striving for. This is what they enjoy the most. Mm. So, you know, we must never ever feel that, you know what, uh, I can't go up, I can't go and speak. But like I said, it's just fear. I think really it's a lot of fear that, you know what, uh, I'll be exposed or something like that. And they will, you know, the Messiah, 
this is one beautiful thing of them. They never, ever expose the gunas of anyone. Yes, they may speak about it. For instance, Molana, if someone's got a bad habit of smoking, so in the majalis, they will speak about the harms of smoking and how to give it up, for instance. But now they won't say, this fellow is smoking, that fellow is smoking. You see, I'm talking to you all, na? wake up, yeah, hmm. I'm addressing. No, that they won't do. They will never, ever do that. Hmm. Um, as far as, you know, Molana, you, you, you brought a very beautiful picture into my mind immediately when you were describing you know, there is a, uh, again, Sahaba was Sahaba, Ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhi majma'in. And Allah Pak blessed them and Allah Pak has elevated their status. It does not mean that a person <clears throat> dresses neatly, uh, smart, you know, firm and proper, that it belittles your piety. You know, Sayyidina mm. Umar radiallahu ta'ala would say something ajib. He would say that a person who walks henchback, you know, mm. they like leather there, <laughs> and thinks that they have piety in them, mm. that is not piety. Gee. That is not piety. Oh, <coughs> I mean, something wrong with your back, that I can understand. Mm. You, you slept wrong, you got a stiff neck. Or maybe the wife gave you one. <laughs> I can understand all of that. But now, some people, even while they're making namaz, when they're going from one rukan to another rukan, they do it so slow motion. Mm. It's you more know, exaggeratively done. Yeah, it's exaggerated. It's like, by when you're going to get into such stuff, they do it so... Whereas, the, the objective of moving from one rukan to another rukan, that must be done swiftly. Mm. So who are it? Now you are trying to depict piety by standing up slowly, going like, you know, yeah, Rab, you see these people and you think to yourself, mm, you know, I'm not a fan of this. I don't even know if it's halal, Red Bull and all that, but I'm just going to say maybe they need something like that, injection, make mm. you move a little bit faster, you know? You can't be reading namaz like this. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to also the dressing, Hazrat Rahmatullah was very particular. He, he, he would wear the long kurta, he would wear the slit kurta, right? Go. Mm. He, he, his topi was impeccable. I still remember that very, very high... Um, mashallah, beautiful topi. His beard, you know, he would dye it with mandy and it had that brown in it and, and it was always straight. His glasses were clean, it was straight. Kurta was clean, it was straight. So, uh, you know, Hazrat uh, Rahmatullah was so particular. Even people used to ask him, why wear your watch on the, on the left hand? He used to wear the watch on the left hand. Mm. People will say Sunnah is the right hand. By in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was there any watches? <laughs> <laughs> so Hazrat Muhammad used to say, the reason I wear it on the left hand is that there's more protection for the watch. Your right hand is more active. So it's more likely to knock against things and that day. There's more protection for the watch. And you used to wear a small watch. So even when you're in namaz, to put your hands over the watch, 
there's no problem. And you never wear one of those Goma Goma watches, you know, that people wear in today's time that you can't even fit. Forget your hand. <clears throat> Subhanallah. I think those watches, you, you, you need a pouch to fit over it. But again, <clears throat> it's about your dressing. Your hair needs to be combed correctly. Your, your beard needs to be, uh, mashallah, it needs to be brushed regularly. Applying of itar. Hazrat Rahmatullah used to use an itar called white musk, white oud. And it's got a very, very sweet uh, smell to it. I've still got some, alhamdulillah. When I meet Molana, inshallah, I'll give you some also. Inshallah. You know, not one of those eaters that you put it on and, yeah, rub. It, it, it like blocks all your sinuses and you've got a headache for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was very sweet smelling. So we must learn from the mashayikh, you know. Don't hmm. be scruffy duffies. We need to be neat people. You're going back every day to your wife. You don't need to look like you know, sometimes we look for sympathy show, you know, I was working, so the shirt buttons are all mixed up, the hair is all, Ya Rab. A Muslim, in Allah Ta'ala, Jamilun Yuhibbul Jamal. A person has to exercise and take a little bit of cognizance, you know, which I don't like using the word take pride in yourself, but that's exactly what you need to do. Take pride in yourself so that you look smart, those white shoes also. I'm not saying you must now wear white shoes. Difficult maybe to wear white shoes. But look neat on the day of Juma also. You know, wear white. White is a beautiful color. Sunnah color. You mm. must always try. In fact, from those years, Molana, very seldom you'll see me with a with a colored kurta. You know, mm. most of my kurtas all white. Try to practice on that also. So, you know, we need to look neat also. Well, that's for these real life lessons, I call it, because this is ideally what we live. And people ask, but why do you speak so much about the pious people and the people that are, why don't you speak about, but we love them because of one, the hadith of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where he said, Al-mar'u ma'aman ahab, that a person will be with whom he loves. And the people, the pious people of our times, we love them so much because they follow the sunnah so aptly and they don't, so many lessons we learn just from seeing more than the books we see. That's why Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi said, that pray like how you see me praying because over the generations our children learn how to read salah from seeing and we see our pious people who seen who seen their pious people and like this the golden chain has come down so it's about time that we also connect with the pious people Mulana, are you ready for taking any um pledge of allegiance bear online on air <laughs> <laughs> allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept and reward you Mulana. you know these things are so important in our life so important but again Ba'at is sunnah, mm. islah is farad. So don't worry about ba'at. Really, a lot of people think I'm joining the company of a pious person. Immediately I must take ba'at. Leave the ba'at one side. Mm. Leave the ba'at one side. There's sunnah. Mm. Don't worry about sorting yourself out. The ba'at, when Allah puts it in your heart, that's when they take ba'at. 
to the real Mashaikh, not Shayatin like us, but to the real, true Mashaikh in Akabirin. That's mm. who you must go and step in the camp. And we'll end off on this, inshallah, Mulana did clarify, not the previous, not last week, the previous week, in fact, when Mulana said that how to find out who is a, a sheikh, a real sheikh, they follow the sunnah, and when you see yes. the sunnah alive, then that is the, your answer. It's so important because <clears throat> there are a lot of bogus uh, sheikhs around, you know, so hmm. to find the real sheikh. Just look at their life. Observe, observe them. Does this person remind me of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Am I seeing Sunnah in this person's life? Mm. And if I am, then hold on to that person because he's gold. Jazakumullah mm. Khairan. Before we end, there is a program this weekend and it's here in Indonesia here by um, Khanka Masjid Sheikh Zakaria. So that will be programs conducted by all our senior ulama. It is a program by Wifaqul Ulama. So all the seniors will be there. The name of the program is The Rise and Fall of Nations. So all our listeners can attend this and you'll be sitting in the sohbet, direct sohbet of the pious people. I'm not sure if Mulana is going to be there too. It should be a drive, but inshallah, I'm, I'm not sure. Mulana, will you be there? No, I'm... Busy with Gee. our Mustallah in Maktab here in mm. Cape Town. Gee. But I think, Molana, let's just rephrase it. Mm. All the listeners not can attend it, they must attend the program. Inshallah. Gee, that's Hazard a better. Mo- Hamid Sab is there. Hazrat Molana Ibrahim Saliji is there. Hazrat Molana uh, Shabir Saluji is there. Hazrat Molana Dawood Sida Sab Damon Barakat is there. Molana Abdullah Molvi Sab is there. So these are our great, great Akabirin. Go and sit with them and, 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 and take from the golden couplets, inshallah. Inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan, Mulana. We request your duas. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.